Hello and welcome back to the Evolution of Confidence. I am so excited because I am here with Gabriella, the creator of Comfort Clothing. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We're here in Miami Beach, so very fun vibe. We've got our carrot juice. I don't know if Gabby's going to drink it or not, but I got her <laughs> carrot juice and some empanadas, and I'm like, hopefully she likes it. But you live in Miami now, so I'm yeah. sure you're getting used to that kind of food a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, empanadas are what I was grown up with. My oh, good. My Argentinian, so like, oh. they were empanadas all the time. But um, I actually don't <laughs> eat vegetables, like, at all. You don't eat vegetables? Like, not at all? No vegetables? No. These are beef. No, I'm saying for the drink. Oh, for oh. the drink! Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I was like, I literally almost got you straight carrot juice. I was oh like, this god. will be better. You, you don't know. eat any vegetables. Yeah. I had my first salad, like, a year ago. That was crazy. Oh, that is amazing. So your family's from Argentina. Is it yeah. your mom's side or your dad's side? My mom's side. Your mom's yeah, side, okay. My dad's, like, Italian, but, like... They don't have any Italian customs. Yeah, like, yeah. All we do, my whole family speaks Spanish. Like, they don't speak Italian. Oh, okay. So it's it's all, they all speak Argentinian. Yeah. So. My dad's from Uruguay, so we're right next oh, door really? to you. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, like, they all speak Spanish. I grew up speaking Spanish. And same thing, like, eating wow. empanadas constantly and, like, mm -hmm. arroz imperial and all that. A lot of my family's Cuban and Colombian, too. So it's, like, a lot of different yeah. mixtures. But they're all, like, a lot of them still live in Uruguay. And it's so nice to visit there. Do you yeah. visit Argentina ever? No, I'm not allowed yet. <laughs> but oh. it's like, you need to learn fluent and, like, be able to, like, hold your own there. Yeah, to go so, alone. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I definitely want to really soon. Like, I'm, I've been, like, asking my nana. I was like, please take me. Yes, you like, should go with her. Yeah, I definitely am, like, trying to get her to go, so she's, yeah. hopefully, no, no, if you're watching this, please. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you learn so much when you kind of, like, go into that culture, and mm -hmm. it kind of connects you to your family, I feel yeah. like, but it is scary, it's, like, not, it's not, like, here, obviously, oh, no, like, you no. have to really, You'd be careful. yes, 100%. Yeah. And where are you from originally, like, where were you born? Um, Pennsylvania. Okay, um, so what's the culture shock that you've gotten since moving down here? Ooh, um, it's definitely way more, um, like, diverse. Okay, which yes. Which is so different from where I'm from. Like, my school is so not diverse. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we, there was not much diversity, which, I mean, like, I, there was not many people that, like, I was, like, the only kid's family that spoke fully Spanish. Right. I speak Spanish, but, like... You know, it yeah. was not much culture. In so high you kind of stood out, like in that way. Not necessarily, but like I think I just didn't really see like I guess different cultures, which right. I wasn't exposed to until I came here, and I was like, I love this. Like, yeah, it's so nice. Like I feel like I can kind of relate to a lot of people here just because of how I was raised, and like my family has very Argentinian uh, like customs. Yeah. So it was. It's really cool being here because it feels more homey to me. Like I mean, obviously when I'm with my family, it feels homey. But, like, you know, it feels like, you know. I totally get just it. Just, like, the way people are here is way yeah. different. And it's, it's, I love it so much more here it's, in Pennsylvania. It's really cool because, like, even growing up, like, all of our friends, we were talking about this the other day, yeah. everyone's, like, from different places. So yeah. it's nice to kind of. I'm born and raised here, Yeah. <laughs> But all of my friends are like half Spanish, half like half yeah. somebody from New York or whatever, you know. So mm -hmm. it's nice to experience different food, like you're saying, like experience all those different cultures yeah, and so nice. see different perspectives yeah. without even really traveling. You're kind of like 
getting that through talking to people, mm -hmm. you know? It's awesome. That's cool. So you have, like, risen to TikTok fame, you know? And I know, like, I kind of did some research, and I heard on a podcast that you were saying that it was kind of like your dream to mm -hmm. be a TikTok star. So you've done that. Yeah. So how did you transition to creating comfort clothing, which I'm now wearing? I'm wearing the sweatpants. And I just have to say, my husband and I have this running joke at home. And he's like, put on your comfort. Because I like run home and I jump in it the first thing I do when oh I get gosh. home like all the time. And I told you that my sweatshirt has a stain on it, but I wear it <laughs> constantly. I'm I'll like, people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm always in the same outfit. <laughs> But I love it. Like I want to send you more stuff. Um, oh my like, god, I love that. Yeah, I mean, um, I had always wanted to do social media. Like I was like so super excited because um, I wanted to do YouTube. Okay. But I always was super big on mental health. Like, yeah. It's kind of like I struggled a lot growing up with mental health. Like, and I didn't really know about like literally mental health at all. Like, okay. I didn't know I I had struggled with mental health. Wow. And I just thought I was just. It was normal. Yeah. And um, so a lot of the, when I found out about it, like about me having like really, really, really bad anxiety and, you know, anxiety leads to other things as well. But um, I knew I used social media as an escape for like when I was in high school, like I would just go to the art room and draw and paint and I would watch YouTube. Like that was like my thing. Yeah. Or I'd listen to music. And um, I always wanted an outlet for people and like, once I realized about my mental health, um, it's kind of when I started social media. So I found out at a very old age. I guess. Like, <laughs> you know, you probably find that out when you're younger, but right, my parents right. were just very like away from the whole mental health thing. And when I started social media, I was like, I want to like incorporate awareness over mental health in some sort of way. Yeah. And you know, I had tried to create a brand about mental health. Um, I would say two years ago. Okay. And it just didn't work out because I was brought the opportunity with um, a few different um, manufacturers and they all were just so garbage. I was like, I'm not. And I had a, a social media manager at the time. Okay. And so that was that. And she was like, okay, like, here's like 10 different manufacturers. So right. I had like was trying out a bunch of different clothing and I had all these designs. Like I was in, I went to school. I went to college for art, so, like, okay. graphic design, I was just, like, designing everything. Yeah. Like planning everything. And they are giving me these samples. I'm like, this is, like, garbage. Like, this yeah. was, like, this was stuff that I was like, how could I ever be okay putting this out into the world? And I was like, hold on. like Because it's your face terrible. out there, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, if somebody, the last thing I would want, one, I, I never wanted merch. That was the one thing. And, like, a lot of these companies were merch companies. Yes. I was like... Red flag number one because I don't really want to do merch. Like, I, who cares to have a Gabriella Annalisa on their sweatshirt? Like, Thank I'm sorry, you. but that is the cringiest thing. Thank I've ever you. Seen. Like, let's get creative. So, then <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, like, she, and I remember there were people like, oh, like, you're gonna put like Gabby on the sleeve. I'm like, no, right, like, right. You're like, like, no, Gabby on nothing. Like, we're gonna have like a whole, like a, a movement. Where, like, everything that I always say, I'm like, I want to do something with a purpose. Like, I want to right. do it with a purpose. I don't want to like, do something that's like. Just like a cash grab, right? Which is always like, it just doesn't sit well with me, um, especially because I didn't start any of this for money. I didn't even think you could make money off of social media. It was wow. Um, and so, I remember I was like to my manager, I was like, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, it was like the fifth hoodie I've received from this one manufacturer. I'm like, 
I don't want to do this. Like, this is not, this is the quality so bad. And they were pretty mad at me. I'm sure, yeah. Was, like, it's like, hard we, to we, do we, that. We, they sent a lot of their stuff, but I was like, I can't put this out to people. And, like, especially at the time, it was, like, people were really struggling with COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I was, like, people were struggling financially. And I was like, yes. I'm not going to go put this out there with my name on it and tell these people to buy this over an important situation and they're gonna go buy and it's a crappy item why would i do that's that? huge and i was like so then i just was like all right i threw the towel and i was like i'm not doing it and then um i was working with this company called purely white deluxe have you heard of them purely white deluxe i, I yes they i've definitely heard of that yes company. um i was working for him and okay he was like he texted me and he's like hey i have an idea i want to make a clothing brand and i was like okay i was like well what's your idea <laughs> And he's like, I want to name it Comfort. And I was like, okay. He's like, can we make it about mental health? And I'll be a part of it. And he was like, yeah. Like, that's oh, awesome. that's awesome. So then, like, I, we kind of brought in, like, the weighted aspect. And then it kind of spiraled like that. And I was just like, it kind of, that's what created Comfort was, like, it was so weird because I'm, I'm always saying, you know, if something's going to work out, it's going to work out. Right. And it was so crazy because it's like, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yes. But now it's like, that's, you know, maybe it wasn't exactly the way I had envisioned it, but it, or at the time that I had wanted it. But it came and it into fruition and it happened and I was like, wow, like this is cool. Like I didn't even realize it until like a, like a little bit later once like Comfort was about to launch. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is kind of like what I was wanting to do. Like this is crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean now Comfort is what it is and it's been an amazing ride and it's exciting. That's amazing, and you can tell that you've put so much thought and effort into it because it is such a good product and like mm -hmm. you can wash it and you bring it out and it's not worn to shreds like yeah. people would get pissed about that and then they would be commenting on your videos mm -hmm. oh like the you know merch or sweats or whatever exactly. that you sold me or shit and like I totally agree with what you're saying with the merch with your name because I've seen people do merch where there's a saying or it's something like yeah. really like simple but applies to a lot of people and that works yeah. but when it's just your name like I had a similar situation where someone was like reached out like a merch company and they're like, oh, we can do Mari Juliet logo on all these shirts. I'm like, why would people want to wear that though? Like, unless they work yeah. for my brokerage, like why would the mat? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's yeah. like I would, you know, maybe the little crown or something, but I don't need people like with my, you know, it's weird. Yeah. So <laughs> like, I think it's like, I don't. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it, it's just a little like, it's not a longevity play, yeah. no, you know? It, so really yeah. Longevity. Like, you have to yes. be like, okay, how am I going to have, how are you going to retain your customers? And, like, just, I don't know, it's just like, okay, like, social media, social media is, I think, as we're speaking, it's dying. It is. And um, I think, you know, it's kind of like, okay, how do you capitalize? You have to always have that mentality, especially in social media. And it's like, okay, you can't just go and be like, okay, Gabrielle and Elisa, and then, okay, your name's, like, majority of the time, you're not going to be relevant. Right, right. Sorry, I hate to break it to you, but you're not. There's a window. There's there's your little time, and that little time, you need to think about what you can do to capitalize, so then you can have that one thing that just forever. Yes. You going. And it's just, you know, that Gabrielle and Elise on the t-shirt is not going to cut it. And everything that you've learned in the process of, like, mm -hmm. saying no to five different <clears throat> manufacturers, saying no to your management company, uh, mm -hmm. trusting someone to take your vision and make it a reality, like all of those steps and all of the, I'm sure, mental strain it had on you during that time. Because I know like during those pivots where, like you said, it doesn't always look the way that you imagined it to be, but mm -hmm. then the result will come if you stick with it. 
it's so true with so many things. And then when social media is not the most, you know, it yeah. thing, you can just transition everything you learned into whatever's next mm -hmm. too, you know, because yeah. those lessons that you've learned are priceless. So many people and in my industry too, they get the cash grab, like in real estate, like so many people have tried to acquire my business. Here's 50 grand, here's a hundred grand. Um, for me to paint your pink walls my color and like make it my brokerage and that to me is just like oh like you're like ripping my heart out right now yeah. <laughs> saying that and what's 50k right now if you if I now don't have a brand anymore right exactly. like you can keep capitalizing so it's like and growing off of your name because your name still is a brand you know mm -hmm. that's how people know you by your name but it's about what's more what can you create from that and I wanted to kind of talk about in tying with mental health and social media and all that stuff the comments that you get you know I when I see like a video of you doing a podcast I'm like this girl like knows her shit like she's on it like I'm wearing your product mm -hmm. like I get it a lot of people are ruthless and they're like don't talk like you're just pretty don't talk mm -hmm. and I've heard that you know like it's but how do you combat that and say, well, F you, like I'm still gonna do everything that I wanna do and it really doesn't matter? Or do you kind of get into those situations sometimes where it does affect you? Um, to be honest, I don't really care. Okay, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, like I think about, I've only had a thought about it one time and I was like, if I have a thought about something and it's something upsets me, I really deep, into, like, I go deep into it with yeah. and I'm like, okay. Why is this bothering me? So then I think about it. And I'm like, okay, look at the people that are writing that. And like, it's not to be the like source. that, but it's like, okay, you know. You're like, like are, what you, are you doing? Like, like, is the guy that's commenting that really gonna like ever go on a date with you? No. So like, who yeah, cares? And it's not, even, <laughs> not even that. It's like, it's kind of like, you are happy with your life. You wouldn't care to go write something underneath somebody's you right know, picture, or video, or whatever it is, because you're content. And it's kind of it come I I kind of feel bad in a way when I yeah. see comments like that because I'm like that person's really struggling like to really like sit there and analyze a video like that and it's not you don't even know the person it's kind of scary because yeah it's like okay you might not be mentally okay or like mentally stable to be writing something like that it's just like very bizarre because. All people that I surround myself with would never write something like that. Right. Someone's video right. and or comment something bizarre. So it kind of, I, I go to more like I feel kind of bad because what is making that person so miserable or so upset? It's kind of even just like when you meet somebody on the street and they're like just rude. Right. It's like that person's dealing with something else. And like I never take anything personally because I'm just like, life is so stupid, like, life is so short, life is so quick, it's like, why am I going to get upset over, like, what Joe said, just because he's upset with his life, and he's not, you know, taking right. the proper, you know, Pro proper the, care proper of, his, of his mental right, health, right, right, so it, it all, it all goes back to mental health, and I'm like, that's what my whole brand is about, is yeah, mental health. and, like, clearly that person's struggling, and I hope that that person finds a way to figure it out, but, um, yeah, I mean, hate comments really, they used to bother me a long yeah. time ago when I was, like, just starting. Right. But now, like, I don't. I just kind of look at it more from a mental health aspect. Yeah. Kind of. Show compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that person's really struggling. Right. That's what you're doing in your, mean, in your free time. 
Like, like you should be finding something that's productive to do in your free time. A hundred percent. Trying to try, attempting to bring someone else. And it's not to say, oh, that person is like a troll and a hater for life. You can mm -hmm. change your mindset, and you, there are times where I'm sure people go into that headspace where they're mm -hmm. like in a hateful mindset because they're upset with their lies. But to the listeners out there, it doesn't have to be that that's your life oh, and that yeah. you're gonna always be like that. You can shift that negative energy into something positive like maybe go work out maybe like go for a walk like go outside yeah. hang out with your friends talk no, to people because even with covid a lot of people have become more introverted and that happened to me too like mm -hmm. i went through pregnancies during um the last few years and it kind of makes you think that being by yourself is like better because you're yeah. like i'm comfortable i'm like in my, you know, in my comfort at home, but sometimes you need that like yeah. human interaction to real like get out of that funk, you know, yeah. for oh. me at least. But there's different ways for everybody yeah. and to kind of turn it around. Like anyone can get out of that, you know. It's not like I maybe mean, we're just like, oh, why did I do that? Like why would right. every months ago I'm like I was sat right on the couch like yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like and then you're like wait why, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Like a, like a drunk text. Yes. Like, you're like, what did I do? Like, it's like you can change your life around. You know, you're not going to be like that. That's you know? true. That's true. It's and okay. how do you like kind of keep yourself in check with that stuff? Like when I sometimes with social media too, because you've been doing it for how long? Since 2019. So since 2019. So so you had a management company. Did yeah. they ever have like an input on what you would post? Like let's say you posted something that's not like on brand. Did mm -hmm. you ever have somebody saying like, you should take that down or not? Or do you kind of have that filter within your own self, like a boundary? Yeah. Um, I hadn't, my manager would like advise me to do certain things, right. but I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm, eh. yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. But um, I didn't have more so people try to tell me what to post and what not to post. Okay. And that it was way more difficult in itself because I think I had changed a lot about myself because of outside comments and made me not who I really was. Like I'm, I am what you get. You know, when you talk to me, I'm like I tell everybody everything, right? Which is terrible. Me too. I like, I'm like an open book. I'm like, hi. I, I can't shut up. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe like shut up for a minute. But um, I mean, it's good I for podcasts yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, y'all definitely get a lot of me. Yeah. Um, but like. There's certain things that I'm just like, you know, I am the way I am, and I've had people try to change, you know, how I am. I mean, I'm a strong Christian, and I have had people try to kind of play with that, like okay. more negative aspects, um, trying to do things that were not morally correct for me. Right. So, I mean, now I'm kind of I'm bringing back all of my, you know, morals of what I really I really want, you know, to be portrayed as. And I think sometimes, you know, it bothers me, but I think it was more people than rather than management. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Because, but like, because people can pull you in all different directions. Mm -hmm. And especially when you have a following, you're asked a lot about opportunities. Like there are a million opportunities that are thrown your way, I'm sure, every single day that you have to then come back to that moral compass and say, does this mm -hmm. fall in line with yeah. like my morals and my values? And if you don't identify that mm -hmm. before all that stuff comes in, it will take you in all these directions. Yeah. And you might make a decision that you regret down the line because you didn't 
stick true to yourself. Yeah. And when you have sometimes not the best people around you that understand those morals and values, it can be even harder exactly. to make the right decisions. Yeah, and like the way I think about things now is like, and I have met so many amazing people through my church. At, I go to Vu if you've ever been. Oh, that's all. Is it around cool. here? Yeah, um, it's like, they have a few locations. Okay, I've have, heard of it. Vu is my favorite. I love it. And I met so many amazing people there so far. And like one person I was talking to, they're like, you need to kind of go back and think about like, is this pers a person of God or is this a situation of God? And if it's not, then that's kind of like, okay. It really has realigned my thought about things and like made me make decisions that I'm like, Maybe I would have made a different decision, but now I'm going on this path, and it's, like, honestly so much better. It's, like, just yeah. insane. You probably feel like you that. have guidance. Yeah. Yeah, I have the chills, even, like, you saying that, because yeah. I grew up Catholic, but so my family was never, like, super religious. Like, we would go to church every mm -hmm. now and then, but nothing, like, crazy yeah. and nothing, like, consistent. And, um, but in school, like, they kind of always taught you those morals and values, like, going mm -hmm. to Catholic school. And I... Now, when I'm making these decisions that have nothing to do with religion, I really do go back to those that like moral compass that mm -hmm. I feel like when they were always teaching about the Bible and stuff. And some people are very, very, you know, like by the book and some mm -hmm. people just take the morals and values and, you know, everybody's on a different spectrum with their spirituality. But I do see the value in creating that moral compass like from a young yeah. age so that you have that at least confidence it creates a lot of confidence yeah. I think a hundred percent I think it it makes you feel like you're making the right decisions at least from a good spot and like not kind of like because sometimes like you want to do something but it, you know it's not the best yes. idea yes and there's other times where you're like okay like I'm gonna just take the high road I'm gonna do what I what I know is morally good and just stick with that and that's helped me so much because sometimes I I would drift from certain things that I didn't think were like, you know, the best decisions or like the yeah. best things to do, and I would be like, okay, well, it's easier for me to say yes than no. Right, so, right. Or it's gonna make someone else happy if you say yes. Like, right. I'm like, like the worst. I am the worst people pleaser in the entire world. So I was just like. Someone's like, oh, can you go like drive like an hour this way and pick this up and then bring me that? I'm like, yeah. Sure, on my way. Sure. Like my <laughs> yeah, like I was going to do something for me, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just like you kind of have to go back and be like, okay, where do I morally stand? And, yeah. And whether that's with God or not, because I don't like to push it on people, but like right. it's such a good thing to like know your morals and where you stand and then be like, okay, this is where I'm going to go from here. And like you kind of base it every decision off of your morals. Exactly. So then when people give you advice, mm -hmm. you can kind of take what matches that and then leave what doesn't. Like yeah. I've had people say you should only work with like million and up clients when TikTok started bringing in a lot of clientele. But I built my business on like working on one, two, three hundred thousand dollar condos and stuff. So I was like, how could I this business that I was begging for from these people, like, please hire me to sell your hundred thousand dollar condo. Mm -hmm. How can I now say no when they're like, please, I want to work with you to buy this hundred thousand. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. Sorry. So awesome. Like, I just I'll figure out a way to work with everyone. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not easy, but to work with that many people and like have my team and all that stuff. But they know that the number one objective is the client's satisfaction. And a lot of brokerages are not that way. It's all about the agent, the agent, the agent. And people disagree with me all the time. They're like, you should care more about the, the mm -hmm. 
the agent growth, agent growth. I'm like, yeah, but the client is the one that pays our bills. So like we have to think about them too and they have to be happy and they have to be educated on their purchase, not just how can we sell them the most expensive house? You know, that's like completely, it's so common. And then people don't trust you when you do that. And a lot of agents will think, hmm, I should have them buy the most expensive house then they're not going to buy with you again. Like the people where I'm like, oh, I found you like a beater house. Like it's a great deal and you're going to make a lot of money on it. They'll buy five houses with me that year. You know, it's about that's why your business like that's one of the reasons why when I went on your website and saw how many people, which is genius, by the way, (laughs) to have how many people have like purchased your product. Mm I told, like, again, I have the chills. I was like, Steven, look at this. I was like, this girl, I don't know how old you are. 22. 22 is, like, in her young 20s, and she's selling this much product from her influence. Like, that is unbelievable. But it's because it's true to you and because the product is really fucking good. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not because you dance on TikTok. Like, that's not just that. That's one of the elements. Mm -hmm. But... What, like, tell me a little bit about the kind of struggles that you've gone through mentally in creating this product that is designed for mental health to kind of like tie that in. Because I'm sure people would love to know how you gain the confidence. That's kind of what this podcast is about. I like to interview business owners. And how did you gain the confidence to actually say, I'm going to start my own brand? I'm going to partner with this person and I'm really going to go all in on this one product and not do shiny object syndrome where you're, you know, plugging a million different brands because you could do that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think like the biggest thing that was has been difficult for me and it's something that I am literally currently dealing with. Like I was on the phone with my mom today talking about it is burnout. Yeah, I get really, really I used to I mean, I started social media in 2019 and I have not taken a day off of anything. Like, and like, if people are like, oh, like, you just social media, taking a day off. Like, uh. but it's like I was doing, you know, YouTube. I would go to. I was going to college at the time. Okay. YouTube. I, I went to school. So I was in art school. So, you know, normal days are like eight hours. Okay. So I'd go at six or like six in the morning, and then I would have like a few hour break, and then I would go until eight o'clock at night, and then I would come home film a YouTube video, edit the YouTube video, and upload every day. And I was, like, I was uploading on YouTube every single day. Every day. And I was doing TikTok. I was doing Instagram. I was trying to do music at the time as well. I'm getting back into music now. Thank you. Oh, cool. But um, it was really hard, and I've been doing stuff like that since 2019. So I've been go, 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 go every single day. And, like, I was fine the first two years doing that. Like, I had not taken a break from my phone, nothing. And then I think that this past year has been the more time where I'm just, like, I think it's starting to catch up to me how exhausted I am and, like, burnt out. Like, I'm just, like, like I'm just tired of, like, all the go, 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 go. And you know every day it's, like, got to make more, got to make more. every day it's the same thing again. Okay. Like, it's not like you have, like, Saturday, Sunday. No. There's no Saturday, Sunday. There's no Saturday, Sunday. It's, like, you have to keep going every single day. And so, like, that's what's been hard for me is just, like, the burnout. And then yeah. trying to, like, stay motivated and focused. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go on the couch. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I would have – if you told me that two years ago, I have been like, what is wrong with that person? What a lazy, sad <laughs> Like, no. But now I'm just like, I can so see that because, like, I get burnt out so bad. I don't know if you feel the same. I do. Thing, definitely. 
like, I'm, I'm just like, I, and I know it's I kind of what I was talking about with setting boundaries with yourself because mm-hmm. I am terrible with that. Like I will work forever like mm-hmm. I but I do get burnt out and then you get into this place where you can't even like be creative. You can't yeah. even create like do a good job. You're like I'll start you like getting really it. angry, you know, like if people like mess up and I have to check myself and be like, whoa, OK, like take a step back yeah. like. You need to start, like, sleeping more, working yeah. out more, like, eating more. You know, those are really, like, the three that, like, get me back on track. Yeah. But when you're kind of entrepreneurial and people that work in social media, like you're saying, it takes, you know, to build an account, it takes posting multiple times a day, every day, especially TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, people will discount you for that. They're like, you're just making a video. But when you know mentally – this is what's powering my business and I have to do this or else that all like kind of falls by the wayside. What I've learned is it's not one or the other with Mm -hmm. burnout. Like you trick yourself into thinking that like, unless I'm on a hundred all the time, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall off or somebody's going to like beat me. It's like, how can I kind of shift a little bit? Maybe I won't make as many videos, but I'll put that time more into like organizing my business. Like, that's kind of where I'm finding more of a balance. And with my kids, I mean, that's like the biggest thing, like Mm -hmm. where it's really just, if I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. I'm not on my phone. I'm not taking pictures and videos of them and posting them. Like the phone is not around. It's just us. And then work, just that. I'm on my phone the whole time. But then it's like, it's not always perfect. But I think being able to set those boundaries with yourself and just have it like for your own, you know, Sometimes I'll share it with people, but everyone has a different mm-hmm. system that's going to work for them. You know, some yeah. people do really well and they don't work out and like they do something else. They go, you know, shoot arrows or something <laughs> like who knows. Yeah. But you kind of have to just like know, like identify that of what yeah. works, you know, to get yourself out of that. Because like you said, your family didn't really talk about mental health as much. It wasn't like a topic. My family was very like all they talked about was mental health, like checking in on your mental health all the time, almost to like too much, like to where I'm always like, is it this? Like, if I have experienced it, you know, whatever, like overanalyzing. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely like, it's good to kind of figure it out yourself, but you learn about yourself and how to get yourself back on track, I think. And um, it's just amazing to me that like, you're so in tune with that at this age. Mm -hmm. Cause I'll tell you in my early twenties, like I was not I did not have my shit together like this. Like, I think I kind of made that turn when I turned 23 and I like was like, all right, I'm going to stop partying. I'm going to stop going out so much. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take care of myself and like actually just focus on work. Because mm-hmm. when you live in South Florida, as you know, there's boat parties every day. Like, you could go to the beach any day of the year. There are a million things that you could do that are not work. <laughs> yeah, know? literally. There's always something. Exactly. Always something. But the benefit that we have and you, you know, creating content here is you live in a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, like, combine the two. And I think you do that in a really good way where you're showing your lifestyle. Like, you're, I love the funny videos that you do where it's, like, somebody's like coming up behind and you're like who like who are you kind of thing (laughs) like and you're like run away or whatever stuff like that like showing your personality like it's nice because you can feel like you connect with that person and I'm sure it's fun to make that stuff like it seems like you're having fun when you're making them which I think connect it like resonates with people Mm -hmm. I'm sure yeah for sure I mean I definitely think sometimes I get like 
frustrated because I'm like, I want to find something funny to do. Yeah. And I don't ever feel like I'm like the funniest person in the world. I'm like, huh, how can I be funny? It's like, I feel like I'm like everyday funny. There's a different, there's a funny haha and there's a funny, like witty funny. Yeah. I feel like I'm funny haha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not that quick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be walking and, like, my friends are cracking up at me and they're like, you're so funny. And I'm like, what did I do? And they're like, just you. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) You're like, I guess I'm doing it. (laughs) I guess I'm funny. I don't know. You know, I totally go what you're saying because I'm sure you have friends that are just so, like, like, I love people like that that are so quick with, like, oh a comeback. And I'm like, damn, like, how did you think so fast? Yeah, the one, <laughs> one of the people I was with yesterday, he's just, like, like, I was, like, how in the world is this man thinking of the most witty things this I love I it. Like, if I was me, like... Like, I'd be like, like, watch out. I'd be like the, ne- the next Matt Rife. I'd be up there, I'd be like, hey, guys, what's up? Would you, okay, if you, like, could really, like focus on it let's say one day hypothetically yeah. would you feel like you could be a stand like could you go on stage no. and like do something like that because no. that to me is my biggest like when I see people do that I'm like how the hell what if oh you said a bad joke and yeah, everyone's like, like hey guys and then no, like that I'm too weak for that <laughs> I think I would cry like, <laughs> seriously like, wow I really wasn't that funny oh my like, god times where I've attempted at a joke <laughs> and then nobody laughed, and I was like, <laughs> "You're like, hold on, I'm gonna crawl in a hole now." But I think like the best thing is though, like whenever that's happened, they didn't realize like it was a joke, so like nobody kind of like re- like replied. It wasn't like yes, they're like oh, like that wasn't funny. Like I think they just didn't like pay attention. <laughs> it went so out, so I was like, "Okay, you're like I, I got away with it. I love <laughs> that." And that that brings me to a good question. Okay, so as a woman in business, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're doing meetings with people. You have stuff behind the scenes that you have to, like, Mm -hmm. be in business mode. Okay? You have a partner who you have a really good relationship with, which is amazing. Yeah. How do you, you know, because sometimes in meetings people will, you might think, oh, somebody's perceiving me a certain way. Like, somebody might think, oh, I'm too young or I'm too Mm -hmm. this or that to know what I'm talking about. Do you... I find that to be a benefit in meetings, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, like, how do you combat that or how do you benefit from it? Like, yeah. what's your experience? I mean, okay, so I was never one to be, like, you know, um, like, I didn't realize how much women were looked down upon in the business world. Like, I kind of was just like, ah, you know, like, everyone's just, well, dramatic. I always think everyone's just being sensitive sometimes. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And then I got into it. And I was <laughs> like, like, the amount of times that I felt, like, discredited because I was a woman or I'm even, like, not even to be funny, but even because I'm short, like, people think, like, oh, she's not taken seriously or they think I'm younger or it's, like, I think those three things, short, I look young and I'm a woman. Right. And that stuff gets discredited so much. So then there's times where I'm, like, I was, like, sometimes, I mean, I'm still working on it, but being scared to talk in, like, a group of, like, men because... I mean, in the business world, it's a male-dominated yeah. area. So for me to come in, it's kind of like... I remember the one time my business partner took me to a dinner, and all men, like my dad's age. And it was me, my business partner, and them. I was the only female. And I remember I was so nervous to talk, because I was like, oh, my God. But then it, was, it ended up being great. I made, I was become best friends with them. Yeah. Then we go to another event. They're like, Kathy! Yes! Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think... Um, you know, 
I've learned how to talk to certain people. Like, I think there's certain, even, like, people say, they're like, oh, I have this personality for this friend group or this friend. And right. And you kind of know how to act at certain times. But, like, I think, um, I don't know if this is, like, a secret, but, like, <laughs> it's, like, as a woman, you kind of know how to, like, kind of know how to, you know, maneuver around. Like, yeah. sometimes, like, people think you're a lot stupider than you really yes. are. Yes, yes. And it works in your benefit. 100%. You're like, you're like, oh, and yeah, like, they just told me all their secrets. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm learning so much right now, and you don't even know I'm paying attention. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I this girl I was girl uh, good friends with, and mm-hmm. I'm still really good friends with her. We did med sales training, and she actually told me that she said everyone thinks that because I'm blonde, because I'm cute, whatever, that I don't know what they're saying, and that yeah. I'm just like dumb. But I. I, like, have my peripheral vision. I have, like, my ears open. I am listening to every single thing. I'm so observant. So then I can, like, be having the power, actually, in that. Like, and I that really stuck with me because I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that's smart. I was like, that yeah. is a good point. Because it's not victimizing yourself for being a woman, being like, oh, I'm in a male-dominated industry. This is so hard because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, you got to make your money. You got to, like, you put to yourself. put it to your advantage. Exactly. And not be living in that headspace of, oh, I'm at a loss because of this, that, and the other, or how people people perceive me. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we use that to our advantage to then also share with other women, oh, this worked for me. Like when you're sitting in a meeting with men who are in their 60s, 70s, and yeah. have been investors for 50 years or, you know, have all this experience, how can you, number one, learn from that experience? Number two, be a person, yeah. like you said, like just hang out with them and have a regular mm-hmm. conversation. Not everything has to be business. Hey, I'm here to do it. Like people yeah. like people work with who they like. So if you can get along with people exactly. in really any industry or any age and you're just a nice, genuine person and like again, back to staying true to yourself and not being like sneaky and snaky, because mm-hmm. those people can pick up on that too. Yeah. So it's like a really and then also being very aware as a woman for safety reasons. They're like, especially in Miami, and I just like I'm like looking out for you. People are very very sketchy and, and like pushy. pushy, and will see you and be like, oh, she's successful. She blah, blah. she can I can like use that to my advantage, you know. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've experienced it, and luckily I had family like looking out for me here to be like, hey, this guy's like crazy, you know when I was doing modeling, stuff like that with sneaky creatures. But you learn through those experiences, okay, now I know what to look out for. And to have your guard up and not feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's like the one thing is like boundaries. Yes. so important. Yeah. But yeah, that's like the one thing I always lacked in was setting my boundaries. Yeah. (laughs) So bad, but. It's a learning experience and you're an open person and that's why people gravitate towards you and they like you. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, you gotta have that like red flag that goes up in your head and listen to it, the intuition. Exactly. Yeah, because a lot of people, a lot of times like my intuition will go off and I'm like, I'm just being crazy or I'm just like overthinking it. And then it's like that thing happens and I'm like, God, I'm the only one who I can be, I can only be mad at myself, you yeah. know, if I knew, you know, like my intuition was telling me, mm-hmm. but, it's so true. and I'm sure us with your faith and all of that, like that probably ties into it for you. Yeah. Like, what is God telling me right now that I should do? Do you yeah. feel like that helps you like in decision making and being confident with that? Yeah. I mean, I had struggled a lot, um, 
with boundaries, like, which is, like, I always am scared to say no. I'm yeah. I'm scared to do. But I just, I've had very bad experiences with, you know, I let people in too much or I whatever, whatever. And um, I think that's where my boundaries problem comes from because yeah. I would always just say yes so they weren't annoyed or something. Yes. And I think, like, now that I've, like, really, because I, I grew up Catholic as well. Yeah, um, okay. I was not Christian. But um, I had recently in the past year, like, found, like, Christianity, and I really, it resonated with me, and I found God in so many ways, and it has brought so much, like, comfort to my life. No That's amazing. <laughs> but, like, it's brought so much of that to my life where it's honestly how my anxiety helped everything. It's helped me met with my boundaries because I'm like, okay, it's not okay to say, it, it, it's not, or it's not bad to say no. Right, you know, like, right. I'd always feel guilty for saying no or saying I don't feel comfortable. And now I'm just telling people straight up, I'm like, this is making me uncomfortable. And I used to never do that. And I'm yeah. Like, That's a big step for me. That's awesome. To be awesome. able to do that kind of stuff. And I was just always super shy and quiet. But it's like now I have to go back to my moral compass and what I feel like God would, you know, what I would, decision I would make in spoiler in god's word so exactly yeah. and it kind of gives you that not a crutch but like a like an ally to be like mm -hmm. if this doesn't feel right for me like it's because like of my faith and stuff and that's why i'm not doing it not because i'm lazy or i don't want to do something mm -hmm. or you know like because there's a lot of self uh, not self-help but like inspirational books where people are like oh like I'm successful because I said yes to everything like I read Giselle Budgeton's book she's like I said yes to every single thing and I remember doing that a lot in my like early 20s yeah. and just saying yes to everything and my parents are like why are you like driving to Miami to do this job for free like yeah. you know like all this stupid shit and like it really devalued how I felt about my time mm -hmm. like yes I learned a lot but yeah. I would wear myself thin and burn out like mm -hmm. we're talking about because I was like, I can do everything and I want to do everything and I have all these like opportunities right now. Mm -hmm. But how do you identify like when you're saying yes and no to things like, like I know it's with your moral compass, but when all of those things are thrown at you, especially with friends too and social life mm -hmm. and dating life and all this stuff, I feel like you really have to identify like in seasons of your life what your main focuses are, like yeah. top three priorities or something. Like how do you kind of organize that with your own life? Like with my priorities? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's honestly a struggle of mine because like I'm, I always have like five things I really want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like all over the place and I'm like, okay, Gabby, like ground yourself. <laughs> so I got myself an iPad. Oh! And then what I did from there is um, I wrote down three things of like things that I really want. And for me, like that's my business comfort, uh, music, and my socials. Those are the three things that okay. I have to keep up with. And I'm like, okay, every day, and I put them in a list of like what needs taken care of, like, you know, at what point. Right. I kind of write down like daily tasks that need to get done every day. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, I know I have to stay structured. I have really, really, really bad ADHD. Me too, so yeah. So I'm like always like, oh, this, this, this. So I'll be like doing one task, and then I remember about this other task that I forgot to do yesterday. So yes. I start doing this at the same time as I'm doing that. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And so I'm like, the best thing for me has been just writing everything down. And yes. Like, okay, this, done, this, done. And like there's a, you know, a good feeling about like checking it off. Crossing it off. You're, You're like, like okay, I did it. <laughs> I did that list. 
And so, like, that's kind of what helps me is, like, kind of, like, figuring out the priorities and, like, yes. what, what their rankings are, what their, what the little tasks to do are. Right. And, like, thinking about, like, the week overall goal. Like, what, what did I get done this week that's, like, pretty big for those goals? Right. Oh, that's cool to do it so, every week, have mm-hmm. your weekly goals. That's a really good yeah. tip like, that well, people could take. If you want to do music, okay, well, what did you do this week to right. get a step closer to your, your goal. Right. And it's like, you can't always look at the big picture, the big goal, because I think sometimes it's like, okay, you want, you know, a billion-dollar business. You can't say, okay, um, I want a billion-dollar business. I want a billion-dollar business. You have to think about what are the little steps right. that are going to take you to get there. Like You can't just look at the overall goal and hold that to such a high level and then just think you're going to go from here to there. Yes. Like you have to think about, like, the little leaps, like, the little stairs that are going to get you there. And, like, those are, like, the littler goals that are, like, okay, well, I I found, you know, a cheaper, you know, um, way of, like, supplying everything. I found this, like, and it's, like, you find, like, certain ways to go through things. So I yes. think that's, like, what's helped me a lot is those little goals that will help me get to my big goal. And I try to accomplish one of the big those a week for, like, you know that's awesome i'm gonna use that at my meeting tomorrow i like really am because i'm like can i please steal that because yeah. i'm all about them writing down their goals in the beginning of the year but like you said like sometimes that's too far out for mm-hmm. like and i just on my own write down my goals often yeah. i just don't like it's like what are you going to do to get to that big goal right like, you have to find out those little goals that are going to yes. help you get there and sometimes it changes in the middle of the year you're like mm-hmm. wait i don't even want that anymore i want you know like i've yeah. in that process have kind of shifted mm-hmm. that's a really really good tip and those like being structured when you have adhd because i know how that is where like one phone's going off and da, 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 and then you're like, oh, I have to make a video. And then the prior, yeah. the like top three things you were supposed to get done didn't get done because yeah. I didn't write them down. Like those tools are, it sounds so simple. And I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes people can be like, oh, like all these like tips, sometimes they're repetitive where it's like journal or this, but making little goals like that and like having them compound, mm-hmm. like you said, because you'll people will say a video, oh, quantum leap, or you're gonna quantum leap into the life of your dreams. But behind the scenes of that, like yes, you can write it down and do a manifestation technique. Mm-hmm. But there are, like you said, a ton of steps that go into that beforehand. And for people to really recognize that yeah. is more beneficial, I think, for them than hearing. I just woke up one day and, like, have a business, you yeah, know? Like, like It's like, how did you get there, though? Right, And it's like, right. you have to think about that. Because sometimes you get overwhelmed because you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm so far from, like, having that billion dollar yes. business. And then you get in your head, and then you become unproductive and lazy. But it's like, okay, well, what are these things that you can do right at this given moment to get you there? So right. that's, like, the one thing that I just keep telling myself. I'm like, okay, bring your goals back. What are your goals? What are yes. your dreams? Like, what are you doing? That's and, like, super smart. Really, yeah. So is comfort going to be a billion-dollar business one oh, day? Oh, for sure. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. We're seeking it into existence. Yeah, seeking into existence. It's, it's insane. So, it, I'm, like, super proud of you. I just met you, you today, but yeah. I just have to tell you, like, literally just from watching you post, stuff like that, I'm like, I just feel – I, like, really base things off energy mm-hmm. and – 
even through social media, I can feel that you really care about your brand. This is something that's going to be super successful. I know you have other products coming out. Do you have anything you want to talk about that's like coming on yeah, the market? Yeah, I'm going to send you actually. Oh, so excited! Um, we have these rib sets that are coming out. They're like the okay. ones like tight boxers and a tight tank yes, top. Yes, I saw. And we're coming out with those like really, really, really soon. I think you can go pre-order them now. Oh. But um, yeah, they're coming out. They're exciting, and we have so many other products coming out. And I just keep thinking of more and more products. So my business partner is like, "Okay, Gabby, like." Prioritize which ones we yeah. want to do next. Like, think about, focus on the rib sets right now. Then right. we're going to be doing this, and then we're going to be doing that. Like, we, I have like, I have our manufacturer. I'm always like, hey, uh, can you make this real quick and like send it over yeah. to me? I want to see what it's like. Yeah. And she'll send it, and like, I've had, I have so much stuff at my place and my <laughs> It's like, it's literally like the comfort headquarters. Like, oh my, my god. An absurd amount. That's and amazing. It's like, it's like when my friends come over, they're like, I'm cold, and I'm like. Okay. Like, just go into the. Like, oh, six of my friends come over and they're like, we're having like a movie night. I'm like, Gabby, your apartment's so cold. And I'm like, is it? And they're like, yeah, can I borrow like a sweatshirt and sweatpants? And I'm like, sure. And so then I go into my closet and they're all wearing different ones. Like, everyone was wearing it and we went to go get food. We're all in the elevator and I'm just like looking around. I'm like, you guys all just took. I was like, none of you spill. Yeah. None of you yeah. spill on me because there's no, no more of these. But yeah, it's crazy. There's so much product at my place and it's just. But I'm excited. I like. Comfort is going to be eventually like a one stop shop for everything. Okay. Coffee. Like, I really want to get into athletic wear because I think sometimes that athletic wear awesome. is so uncomfortable. Yes. And like, it's always restricting. It's always this. It's always yes. That. And like, I think having that, and there's just so many different routes that I want to go and mess around with with comfort. Like, there's just so much to do. So I'm just always like, oh my God. But what that's so do? exciting yeah. because it's, like, the yeah. sky's the limit. Exactly. You know? Literally, like, whatever. And, I mean, right now, it's just, like, okay, we need to figure out, like, our stocks. Like, our stock is very hard to keep up with. Because right. we didn't realize how much it was going to take off. Was it right away that, like, right when you launched it, it took off? Um, Like, yeah. But then it started to, like, once we started to get the marketing down, it was, like, and then yeah. we were, like, okay, wait, hold on. By the time we knew it, we were, like, okay, we're out of stock. And oh like, my god! As much as like it sounds cool to be out of stock, because I remember like yeah. we were out of stock. I was like yes! yeah, yeah. Partner was like no. It's You're not like no, like because like, now need... we can't sell anything. Exactly. He's like we need stuff. So that's like our thing is like right now is just kind of learning to stay in stock and like the world of that because it's it's just me and him. Yeah. So it's not like um you know we have like a bunch of people working on so we don't have investors. Right. So we don't right. Have, like, all these things. So it's like it's been harder. We've had people get kind of like frustrated and I'm like I'm so sorry like we're still new like we never yeah. did clothing before like he's right. like really white deluxe which is he's crushing it he's yeah like number one in target right now for oh like that's amazing customers. yeah and he you know only had to deal with like a few SKUs and right a few products and now he's just like this is a lot like, it's like it's, a whole different animal it's a whole different animal it's a whole different baby yeah it's not even a year old which is absurd but wow and do yeah. you collaborate on the marketing or is that kind of like your piece that you it's kind of my yeah thing yeah um, just because i i enjoy marketing I kind yeah of like thinking about what to do um but i mean we definitely do collaborate on a lot of stuff and like funny things to do oh that's but, awesome um i mean yeah i kind of try to just make everything super authentic to the brand yeah so it's like there's times like i'm very like funny like ah, yeah crazy but sometimes like i don't want to market comfort that way because i think it's just different like it's like it's a different little thing like yes i don't want it to be when it's marketed i don't want it to be something that's like completely off brand 
So it's kind of like thinking about, okay, what, this is what this comfort resembles mental health and anxiety. Right. I take it so seriously. Like, very, like, that's, like, one thing. I make jokes all the time, and I don't care what jokes what people make. I'm not, like, super, like, ah. Like, yeah. But mental health is one thing I'm like, okay. I mean, there obviously there's other things, but... Um, you know, that's the one thing I'm like, okay, that's serious. That's so someone's, like, like, life. Yeah. Exactly. So when it comes to people and, like, their struggles in their life, like, I don't like messing around with that kind of stuff. So I'm just like, okay, I want it to be marketed correctly and, like, in the right way. And, like, right now what we're trying to do is we're trying to find a mental health charity to donate to and have, like, proceeds go to that charity. But I'm trying to find a charity that is, like, not super, yeah, and not super um, saturated. Like I want, okay. I want one that's like, you know, either to do with children, right, or to right. have. Um, they need funding. Like yes. there's a lot of these mental health charities that are huge, and I'm like, okay, as much as they definitely need it, I think there's other charities that need it more that, yes. and don't get as many donations. So, like, something I've been trying to do research is just trying to find, like, the right one. That's so crazy that you say that because literally on the way here, I was thinking that I'm, like, I have gotten in that same headspace with where I'm, like, I know I want to give a percentage of of the sales to a charity. And I did that last year just, like, at the end of the year. But it's hard to do your research and, like, find one that, like you said, is, like, really needs it, but also is actually giving all the money to... The foundation. To, right, because then you hear these stories where it's like, oh, these gun GoFundMes or this or that yeah. didn't go to the person. So, but I was thinking... I'm getting in my own head too much about it to where I'm not even doing it because I'm like overthinking it, you know? And sometimes I'm like, oh, I could get the team together to do like a beach cleanup or like we could go help people in Fort Lauderdale from the flooding, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like what can I do that's actually going to be consistent every single month and like tie to my brand where it makes sense. And like, I feel like this is actually helping people, not this just looks good. Yeah, exactly. Like it has to be so specific so my, my partner's like, you need to find one today, Gabby. I'm like, oh, I don't know which one I like. Yeah. It's, and it's hard because every time I do my research, they only really push, like, the few that are really big. Yes, and like so kids like, in distress or yeah, stuff like, like that. So I'm, like, really been really digging into it. Yeah. Like, I want to find something that, you know, really needs it. Even if like, they're in Miami, like, that would be great. Yeah. But I it's mean, like, honestly, like, I if it makes sense, it makes sense. And, like, right. It's just... It's such a nice thing. I mean, I always wanted to do stuff with mental health. So yeah. It's so, so exciting. And you're already helping people by creating the product that you're creating. And, like, mm-hmm. you're going to align with the right charity that makes sense. I have full confidence in that. Yeah. Everybody listening, if you have recommendations of, like, reputable charities, we would love to oh God, yes. to hear because, you know, I think a lot of people have that same conflict where they're like who do I even support it like I need it to be legit so that's huge well the fact that your heart is so tied to this business is what will make it super successful and is what Mm -hmm. will make it a billion dollar business so like never forget that you're you're more like the way that you're doing this from the conception of it and sticking with that even though it might be a slower process that way or like not like you said quantum leaping immediately into a billion dollar business like you will get there if you stick with it. And your energy and the way that you're going about it, I think, is, like, so important. It's very admirable, yeah. especially, like, 
that you really just started social media in 2019. That's amazing. Like you you started a brand and a business in that short amount of time. Like a lot of people that start something like this or or any business, it might take them 10 years mm -hmm. to even get to the marketing point. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you should be really proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was great. I feel like we just like hung yeah. out. <laughs> and um, if you want every, everybody to follow you, can you say your tags and your website and everything? Yeah. Um, I'm Gabriella Melissa. That's how my <laughs> socials are. And if you want to go check us out at Comfort, it's www.comfort.com. C-O-M-F-R-T. Yes. So. The best of the best. Thank yes. you again. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.